this podcast will be different. No intro, no outro, none of the normal bells and whistles, just me, free-flowing a stream of consciousness. Bear with me, hear me out. Thanks in advance for listening to this. Tonight, as I record this podcast, my heart is full to the brim with grief. The past few days have been horrific in the U.S. First, I watched a video of a black man being shot point-blank in the chest by a police officer while being pinned to the ground. Then, just a few short hours later, I watched another video of the aftermath of another police shooting in which another black man bled to death in the car after being shot by a police officer for reaching for his paperwork as he was instructed to do. Then, a few short hours after that, I watched some police officers discharge at least two rounds into a white teenager who was unarmed and lying face down on the ground after having been shot twice already. And now, to top it all off, I watched a video of snipers in a downtown urban setting interrupt a peaceful rally with gunfire, shooting nearly a dozen police officers and killing four. Alton Sterling Philando Castile, Dylan Noble, and the fallen officers in Dallas whose names have yet to be released, you are not forgotten. Your deaths will not be in vain. Many of us will fight and struggle to create changes to prevent what happened to you from happening to others. We will do so with love in our hearts and the gospel on our lips. We will do so by following in the non-violent footsteps of Jesus the Christ. We will look to examples like Martin Luther King Jr. and Mahatma Gandhi for inspiration. We will carry on for your sakes, for the sakes of the children of this great nation, and for the sake of the gospel of Jesus himself. We will look to heaven for strength and to one another for a shoulder to lean on. We will carry on when we are weary. We will continue to stand though our legs threaten to buckle. We will not quit until justice rolls down like water. We will not quit until the senseless killing ceases. We will wage peace with every ounce of our beings because you deserve it. Your lives matter. We stand in solidarity with you. In the words of the former Pope John Paul II, our solidarity will be seen in our firm and persevering determination to commit ourselves to the common good. That is to say, to the good of all and each individual because we are all really responsible for all. Friends of color, especially black folks and those who love people of color, your grief that you're feeling right now is legitimate and your pain is valid. We see you. We hear you. We're trying to feel you and we are standing with you. We want to listen to your cries. We want to sit with you while you reveal your pain and fear through quivering lips. We want to hug you, to pray with you, to sit with you, to march with you, to stand with you, to struggle with you, to create change with you, to learn from you, and to advocate for you. We're beginning, just beginning, to understand what it means to you when you see someone who looks like you being snuffed out. We know that it hits you at the core. It's like an attack on the very image of God as revealed in your black bodies. Your pain is palpable. Your tears 
create a briny river that cuts through our deserts of indifference. We're not going to forget you. We're not going to forget that some of us have the great privilege of never having to have the talk with our kids. No, I don't mean the sex talk. I mean the how to not get killed by the police talk. The don't walk alone in the dark talk. The don't wear your hoodie up talk. The it doesn't matter what's fashionable. Don't wear your clothes like that talk. The they're going to be scared of you just because the color of your skin talk. And we're not grateful that we have this privilege. No. We're grieved that you don't. That your experience is so different. We're sick and tired of black people being observed carefully by everyone in their vicinity just because of their presence. We're sick of the unfair and unlawful ways that y'all are treated during routine traffic stops. We're embarrassed that so many people of a lighter hue blame you for all of these problems. I can't speak for everyone, so I'll speak for me. I'm sorry. I've not done all that I can. I've been prejudiced. I've been bigoted. I've been an idiot. I'll not ask for your forgiveness. That's not something I want to do. But I will fight for you. I will use my voice to create positive change. I will listen to you learn from you, and take action alongside you. You are my brothers and sisters on this spinning ball of dirt called the earth. We're in this together. But friends, we are with you. No matter the cost, no matter how long, no matter the pain, no matter what. Why? Because black lives matter. Police officers, we're grateful that the vast, vast, vast majority of you are great. You protect us and serve us. You make sure our meetings, assemblies, and rallies are safe, our homes are protected, and our lives are respected. And all the while, so many of us disrespect you, belittle you, and demonize you. We're sorry. We're spoiled, to be honest. By and large, we live in a society of law and order, thanks to people like you. So thank you. But we've only just scratched the surface. So many of you live with real fears too. Fears that the traffic stop, the public disturbance call, or the basic foot patrol might be your last day on the job, the last day to see your kids, the last day to hug your spouse. We can't understand these fears. We don't get the pressures that you're under. We don't understand the personal costs that you pay and your families pay. And sadly, we take the results of your work for granted. Again, we're sorry. And when you fall in the line of duty, all too often, we don't pay enough attention. Sure, it's because we all probably expect a personal with criminal intent that you're interacting with to be a bad actor, and we don't expect the same of a police officer, so when the police officer is the alleged bad actor, that's going to get more clicks, more shares, and more airtime. But your deaths aren't unnoticed either. Members of the Dallas Police Department and related agencies who died tonight the pain of your families is not unheard. Our hearts break for you and yours. We are outraged that some lunatics would sully an effort to grieve publicly in peace. 
And when people like you run into harm's way for our sakes, we see you. We don't always say it or show it, but we are grateful. So many of us don't have half the guts that you do. Your jobs are basically impossible. How you do them is beyond all of us. We need to listen to you too. We need to understand your perspective. We need to stand in solidarity with you too. Thank you, men and women in blue. Your lives matter to us too. And to all who grieve tonight over the deaths mentioned earlier and the ones I've not named or I don't know, we see you and we hear you and we try to feel with you too. We stand with you. We won't give up on you either. We want to sit at your feet to mourn from you and to take positive action alongside you too. Sure, we'll comment on your posts on Instagram and Facebook and wherever else. We'll say we're praying for you and that we love you, but that's just the start. We're in this together. Let's grieve together, heal together, and move forward together. We are better together. Friends, here is the bald truth. We aren't united as the United States of America. Nope, not even close. We're as divided as widely and deeply as the Grand Canyon. And not just on issues of race and alleged police brutality, either on all sorts of issues. Friends, let's stop being divided. Let's stop pretending that we're different. Let's stop looking at someone who is seemingly different than us and making judgments about them. Let's stop invalidating each other's feelings and experiences. Let's come together. Let's work together. Let's create the change we want in the world together. Enough is enough. There is and has been too much violence. The blood is crying out from the grounds of our cities and towns, our hamlets and villages, our parishes and townships, our country roads and inner city boulevards. And what is that blood saying? It's saying, enough is enough. It's time to stop waging war against one another. Let's wage peace. Let's listen to one another. Let's learn to understand one another. Let's stand by one another firmly and with perseverance. Let's work together toward the future we desire for ourselves and our children and their children. Let's demand justice together. Let's advocate for one another. Let's love one another. As Moses and Jesus both said, Love thy neighbor. Never has there been a time in my lifetime when obedience to this command was more in need than today. So let's begin today. Not tomorrow. Not next week. As it's been famously said, If not now, then when? If not us, then who? If not where each of us lives, then where? Why should we do this? Because we are brothers and sisters, all of us. No one is excluded. We are the human family. We are each other's keepers. We are responsible for one another. Now, let's get to work. Come, Lord Jesus, have mercy on us all. Move us all in the rhythms of your grace. Amen.